Welcome to the Backlog Breakdown, where we will be covering the tears of your Backlog Kingdom with a mask, a mask of Majora. I am not your host, but a mere covering, a mask, if you will, for the true host, Nate underscore McKeever, who is not here. And of course, Josh Broccolo. Well, hey. I love that. Can, can you just open every episode? <laughs> we would sound so much more oh, professional if uh, you just recorded intros every think, couple of weeks. That, I think that that's like fantastic. a decade plus of customer service uh, through various, you know, <laughs> jobs that I things that I've done. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, that was fantastic. And thank you for joining us, uh, Dorian. And in addition to uh, to Dorian and myself, we have someone else here to talk about Majora's Mask. And that is Jacob. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello. I'm Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I have no hey. mask. I'm wearing no mask. I am not. No mask. I have not a mask so, for the host, true co-host, Josh. No mask. <laughs> real faces here. No mask. Real face. Real, real voices. This is yeah. me, guys. This is me. I don't put on a face for this. Uh, I took off my face earlier. No. Uh, so interesting, interesting fact. If you don't know, um, the the word persona is actually Greek. Greek? Yeah, I think it's Greek for mask. So that's that's literally what the word means is mask. It, it was a persona was a character that you play in a play. I keep reusing words here, um, but in a stage play. And so the persona was the mask that you wore while you played that character. Um, so and we just carried it. Wholesale over into English. So this is a Zelda Persona game. A Persona Zelda game? I don't know. Doesn't matter. You can't date your teacher in Majora's Mask in in Legend of Zelda, so we don't have to talk about it. Um, But before we start talking about Nintendo's already Japan enough. Don't give them any more ideas, Josh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, keep my Zelda pure, dang it. (laughs) Don't get weird with it. Um, I think the... The weirdest that Nintendo has gotten so far, and, and I'm not that far into Tears of the Kingdom, so maybe it gets weird. I don't know. I don't expect it to get weird. Um, outside of you know stuff in this game, I think the weirdest has got well, actually, with this game is like Tingle. Maybe you know he's pretty weird, but just odd, weird, strange, weird. Not the not the other kinds of weird that I don't want to describe. Um, but we'll be <laughs> doing more describing of this game later on in the episode. Before we get to specifically describing Majora's Mask and in, in, in things that we enjoyed and maybe didn't enjoy about the game, uh, it has been quite a while since we have have conversed with each other. And you know what? It, it would be uh, remiss if we move on without just acknowledging that that, like you said, Dorian, Nate isn't here today. Uh, he couldn't join us on this podcast, and I know he's he's super upset and, and just broken up. So you, you might want to be praying for him that. He couldn't talk about Majora's Mask. I know he really, really wanted to to play through Majora, um, but he just couldn't put down Snap, and uh, <laughs> so he's not here tonight. Anyways, um, so th- th- it's just it's the three of us here, and we will be be wearing these these different masks and talking about it. So uh, it, last time, actually, this is a book club episode. We played this as a group. Um, you know more information on that in the, in the Discord group that we have going on here. And the, our last book club episode that we did, both of you guys were on. So it's not your first roadie. It's not the first time that you've done this, but it has been quite a while mm-hmm. since then because that was the uh, the last quarter of 2022. And now we're in the first quarter? 
first half of twenty twenty three. Yes. Mm. That, well, is, is, I mean, it, is it? Is five months in the third? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. Uh, Math is my strong subject. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know. No, I play video games. I don't do math. Um, anyways, it has been, all I mean to say is that it has been quite a while since we, we, we talked last, since we, we got to sit down and chat about some video games. So what has been going on in your lives? Anything of note? Anything happening in 2023 or, or even just recently that you like to just throw out there? Oh, what you got, Jacob? I'll let you go first. Well, after playing Portal... I bought myself a guitar mm-hmm. and a guitar yes, amp. Nice. And a game called Rocksmith. Yes. And I have been yes. playing that I've like a crazy. Bit of that. Yeah. Nice. I probably have over That's awesome. I have probably, I think I have over twenty four hours on Rocksmith twenty fourteen on my Steam library, and I think I'm over that already on my three sixty. Oh wow. Okay. Playing it on three sixty. I have is, the original Rocksmith. Is Rocksmith. a problem at all? On the Steam version for Rocksmith 2014, it has been on my laptop, mm-hmm. although I think with a better yeah. setup, I probably could avoid most of it. Also, my okay. disk space on my Windows PC, the one I'm using right now, is trash. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no, the. Cool. Uh, also, I like the tuner on the 360 version, mm-hmm. the original Rocksmith, a little bit better. I find it to be slightly more mm. accurate. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. You just pile on the distortion, then then it doesn't sound out of tune. Well, I mean, All you get there's, is always the there's always drop D. There's always drop D, Josh. Exactly. Just play. You get an achievement for it too. Strings. It's easy. Really? Really? Oh, wow. For tuning it to drop D? For tu- you, you tune it to drop D once, okay. and it will give you an achievement. Nice. Mm. Nice. Um, I downloaded Play Night onto my laptop, added all 535 plus ish games I have. Hmm. I yeah, know. so just a few. Just a few. You know. <laughs> I decided to try it. It picked a random game. It picked Dachshund Free. I played that. Really enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, awesome. I think this subsequent playthrough is very, very well. And then okay. picked up a few books from the library. Read uh, The Case Against Sugar by Gary Taubes. Ooh. That was good. I uh. Started reading The Science Delusion by Curtis White, which is okay. very funny. Mm. It's a written, it's a response to Richard Dawkins' The God Delusion, but it's by an yeah, atheist. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. But by another atheist? Yes. He thought the Interesting. New, he thinks the new atheism, anti theism, is um, very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So it's like he goes through like. These scientists will use phrases like the stars are dazzling or the stars are beautiful or the uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, at mm-hmm. which point oh, one wow. can conclude that they are thinking of pornography. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's like several burns just throughout the entire. Like he doesn't particularly just lay it on to the scientists, although it's mostly the mm-hmm. anti-theist scientists, but he does take a few jabs at fundamentalist religions and stuff like that. Sure. But, I mean, yeah. he's an atheist. Yeah. Right, but no, his right. cri- he's a, he's being critical of science, which is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, that is. And then That's I funny. Uh, also picked up "What If Two by Rendell Monroe. 
which is, if you don't know, he wrote a book a few years back, quite a few number of years back. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole bunch of these dumb scientific questions answered, actually given answers, hypothetical answers. And they're published. Okay. And they're all based on his webcomic series. Oh. And he's actually a former NASA scientist. Okay. So. Cool. So so he staged the moon landing? Like he helped Probably. with that set? Probably. Yeah. Okay, cool. Probably. Awesome. Well, uh, Dorian, what have you what have you been up to in the past half a year that it's been? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. What have I been up to in the past half a year? Uh, nothing particular really sticks out off the top of my head, but um, you know, I guess um, mm-hmm. you know, I've just been uh, trying to really divide my time up as far as gaming. Uh, oh, yeah. Working out has been mm-hmm. consistent, so that's been a plus. Nice, uh, you know, Beautiful. just really trying to get things, uh, you know, time in a. Or let, let me rephrase that: putting everything in in its proper place in a timely manner. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've actually been trying to go to sleep sooner, uh, which has mm. been good because I mean, you know, you think about it, the wise thing to do is to get more sleep. You know, your body needs it; it's good for your brain and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know just being consistent with uh so working out uh trying to be more consistent with prayer uh and reading you know the the basic mm-hmm. things right um yeah yeah you know that's awesome yeah so in a snapshot over the past you know maybe 5 or 6 months that's kind of where i've been um more recently mm-hmm. um uh, you know, just trying to, there's been some things going on, uh, you know, with, uh, church and, and, uh, individuals mm-hmm. and things like that. So just been trying to carefully, uh, navigate that, you know, cause some people that are involved yep. are, you know, close and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, navigating things like that and, uh, seeking the Lord's totally. wisdom and all of that. And, um awesome and i've been playing more video games lately so <laughs> you know nice finally got myself nice. a well that- got myself my own switch uh you know which sounds weird mm-hmm. it's like uh you know i'm the head of the household how don't i have my own switch but because i have six people in my house mm-hmm. and everyone wants the game you know, yep. it's like, you know what <laughs> nope I'm, I'm to the point now where buying multiples of a console or you know a system or whatever is almost a must if I'm going to play anything. Mm. Um, you know, so uh, I did pick up that uh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom Switch, the you know special edition one. Okay, um, okay. So mm-hmm. I'm enjoying that. I'm, I'm waiting on. Uh, there's a satisfied grip. Uh, you know, you, you attach the whole system and it makes it more yes. ergonomic. Yes. So that's not supposed to come in until yeah. June. But, uh, you know, I'm still enjoying it for what it is. I'm trying to be very oh, careful wow. with it, you know. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just that's really what I've been on, um, listening to things. Uh, I don't always have a, a ton of time 
or the brain power to be honest to sit down and consistently read like I want to but mm-hmm. um I've been trying to make more time yeah. for that but I tend to listen to things um and think and process uh more than I do actual reading mm-hmm. which uh can be good and bad um I'm really trying to I'm really trying to get into actually reading my bible more than I listen um which is difficult, yeah. but, um, you know, if I just make the right. time to right. do it, it'll, you know, it'll get better and better just with everything you have going on in life. Uh, yep. you know, it's hard to just sit down and do things, you know, when your brain isn't, isn't fried. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel that after coming yep. home from work. Mm-hmm. 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 And, it, it always it pulling out a book. It's it's a good thing. It, it's a double edged sword. That's that's what it is. Is that often reading will make me tired if I'm not like because it's usually kind of like towards the end of the day. I, I guess maybe not if it's you know first thing in the morning or or in the middle of the day. But I know towards the end of the day, like I can I can, that means I can use it as a way to kind of like wind down before bed. But it also means I might not get very far <laughs> because yeah. after like a page or two, I'm like starting to doze off. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are dripping. Like, no. <laughs> yes. But you know what? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Unfortunately. One, one, way that, one way I've combated that though is, is I've been reading in short bursts. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. You know, we have this idea we have to sit down and read for like one long session. You know, I, I think you retain mm-hmm. more, depending on what you're reading, of course. Uh, you retain more reading yeah. short passages or short, you know, paragraphs or whatever. And it just chewing, marinating mm-hmm. on it. Now, obviously, that's different if you're reading like fiction or something, because, yeah. you know, I want to know what happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the important things, um, you know, taking it in short bursts and just chewing on it, meditating and things like that. So, mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's good. I like that. I like that idea. Um, it's funny you mentioned that because in the book that I'm reading, The Mortification of Sin, uh, th- there is, th- so obviously it's not, um, it's not fiction. <laughs> it is, it is a theological, this sort of theological, but practical, the outworkings of, of theology. Um, but it, like it, for the first half of the book, he kind of outlines, okay, this is where we're going. Or at least at the beginning of the book, this is where we're going. And he doesn't actually get to kind of the practical set. Like he builds, his, he sets a foundation for at least the first half of the book before he ever goes into, okay, here's how you actually do it. <laughs> so I feel like there's almost like this page training, page turner mentality of like, okay, like I want to figure, I want to find out. So when you're talking about, about uh, fiction, you know, it's like, oh, I just want to know what comes next. It's like sometimes I feel that way reading this book. Although, I mean, that's not to not to disparage like the stuff that he that he he does in laying that foundation. It's all really good stuff. But there's part of me that's just like, okay, but what about the practice, like the super practical stuff? Like this stuff is really good, and I get why you have to mm-hmm. lay this foundation. But um, I want to get to this next part, which is like the three quarters of the way in the book. <laughs> so. Um, it's just, it's just (laughs) funny the way that that works out, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, a bunch has happened over, uh, six months for me, but I also have the luxury of, uh, hosting this podcast every couple of weeks. So really it's just kind of in the past two weeks, what has, has been going in the past fortnight, as we like to say, because video games, um, 
is is kind of the big thing that that happened in my life is my wife and I were were able to to get away for a weekend. We we you know we're in Texas and we flew out to Chicago. Ooh, um, it was yes yes we took a plane. Um, a really uh, and I was going to say uncomfortable. That's not true. It wasn't uncomfortable. It just not very much room in the economy seating. Um, but I bought economy tickets, so you know that's my fault. <laughs> um, but we, uh, yeah, th- these things are expensive. Uh, thank the Lord for credit card points. But regardless, um, we went uh, under the guise. Okay, the, the reason we went to Chicago is because I graduated from Moody Bible Institute. So I've I've taken classes there. They were, they've all been online. This was actually the first time I ever saw the physical campus. Is at graduation, and in I my last class that I did was last summer. So like. <laughs> I've technically already graduated. Like I got my diploma quite a while ago. Um, but the actual like walking across the stage graduation ceremony was was just this past weekend. And, uh, you know, when when they first had kind of sent out emails and stuff, hey, if you're planning on joining us for graduation, you know, email us back. And I didn't think much of it. You know, I was like, I, I don't really care. Like, you know, graduation, it, like it, it doesn't make a difference as to whether I actually graduate. It's just, you know, the ceremony. But my wife was like, we should totally go. We should go like see Chicago. Um, and and like, you know, she wanted that for me. But it was also like, hey, it, was, it would be fun to go to Chicago. And so I was like, you know what? This is a great excuse to go to Chicago with my wife. <laughs> and so we dropped the kids off with <laughs> my parents who are in town. Nice. And just spent a few days in Chicago. Uh, and we st- we got to stay with some friends who used to be at the church that I'm at now. Oh, nice. uh, they moved. Uh, they're from Chicago. Moved to Austin for a little while, uh, for a few years, handful of years, and now they moved back to Chicago. So uh, we had a great time. Um, very little sleep, but for for other reasons, and and you know the early flights and stuff like that. But uh, wandering around Chicago, eating Chicago food was great. Um, and yeah, checked out a bunch of different different things. So. We had a great time uh, for that weekend, and the, I graduated. And it's so funny, like you know, my wife was like posting pictures and stuff like that on Facebook, and I've gotten tons of people who are just like, "Congratulations, like, great job!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I finished last year, but thank you, like, that's very kind of you." <laughs> but it, like, yeah, yeah, no, it just, yeah, it's just funny. It's just a funny situation, but that's my fault for being you know, quiet about all that stuff. But that, that's kind of the biggest thing that's happened for me um, outside of, you know, some video game playing, some a little bit of book reading or book listening to, and, and a little bit of, of watching some things too. Uh, wh- th- those come in a, in a compilation that we like to call the Backlog Report. And so I've got a report of things right here. My Backlog Report. Welcome to the Backlog Report. Enjoy that fully. Good job. Good job. Well, well done, Dorian. That was fantastic. I usually, uh, hey, there, there you go. You're joining in. You, you got your own list, your own report to report on. This is NT. That's fantastic. Ah, don't know if this is appropriate. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, there are things, there are things to agree on. There's things to disagree on as well. Um, but anyways, that said, let's. Let's let's back it up. Let's go in reverse. 
Dorian, if you want to start us off, what do you have to report on? Or or do you have anything? Because I know sometimes the, the waters oh, yeah. can get muddy. We talk about video games and, and other things in other venues. Oh, yeah, I've but, got uh, a, what have you been playing I've, lately? Yeah, so what I've been playing lately is, uh, aside from Boohoo Tears of the Kingdom, um, I've been, of mm. course, Majora's mm-hmm. Mask, which, which we'll talk about this evening. Delicious. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I've been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, full disclosure on that. Uh, Ooh, because of my limited, yeah, yeah. Because of my limited time, I did. Somebody's gonna hate me for this, but whatever. I have purchased the Infinite Rocket Launcher, and I don't care. Okay, it's still scary. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, you're walking, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You walk around. <laughs> yeah. a, you know, you, you walk through the through the police station. I'm past the police station now, but um, you know, you have uh, the tyrant, Mister X. You hear his footsteps. You know, even though you have a rocket launcher, you can put him down mm-hmm. for a little bit. You're still running around the corner like, ah, footsteps, go, 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 go. You know, and it's <laughs> it's it's uh, it's nerve wracking. Uh, but yep. um, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, it's like you get a little jump scare. You just uh, shoot your oh, rocket, yeah. and boom, all your problems go away. At least. For a for a minute or two, um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna finish that hopefully soon here. Uh, Metroid Prime the remaster. Uh, I haven't finished it. I've gotten all mm. of the uh, all of the the weapon you know the weapon upgrades and things like that. Uh, minus the final one, um, I'm still trying okay. to go around and see. The thing about that game is, I love that game to death, but. When you're looking for all of the collectibles, it's like mm-hmm. there there's virtually no guide. So you just have to choose, you know, figure out where you where you may not have looked and it's it could be a tedious thing, but uh love the game. Um mm-hmm. and the last two I'll mention are uh Bowser's Fury. Um and then uh Okay. And um Paul appreciate this one, Bro Force. I like Bowser's Fury. I want to try that. Oh, how's Bowser's Fury? Ooh. It's so you played Mario 3D World, right? It's basically yep. the same My thing, ones. except in a 3D space. It's not quite like uh, you know any of the the other 3D Mario's because um, you'll be tempted to. Mm-hmm. You know, like camera controls are a little slow, and, and if you're like me and you were playing Zelda, you're you're trying to find that button that immediately locks it behind Mario, and there isn't one. You just have to manually yeah. rotate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, you know, it's it's, it's uh, you know, it's a good little time. Um, hopefully, I'll finish that up here soon too. Uh, and Broforce, Broforce. So that's a. Fun little mindless shooter, yes. yeah. You know, side-scrolling mm-hmm. old-school shooter. So. Exactly, and that yep. one is mm-hmm. NATO approved. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You're playing two approved games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's, that's pretty much been in the rotation. Oh, and I forgot to mention. Uh, well, Sweet. you know, this is I'll, I'll mention this anyway. Uh, I started Mario Maker two. Not to create anything, just to do the mm-hmm. single player, um, see what that's all about. Uh, maybe once I finish that, maybe I'll try mm-hmm. to play some other people's creations and so forth. But, uh, you know, like uh, it's one of those games you can just kind of pick up and play, you know, turn your brain off for a minute, 
play a level or two. Totally. Get some coins. Uh, continue to build on that that castle mm-hmm. foundation. You know, so yeah, fun little game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's a good time. Nice. Yeah, I've never played the second one, but I have the first one on Wii U, which of course, like you know, half the game's gone because all the online stuff is mm-hmm. down. Um, but it, I I enjoyed my time with it when I played it on Wii U. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have anything else to report on? Oh, shoot. That's, that's just the games I've been playing. Uh, <laughs> TV shows. Yeah. Um, I don't watch a ton of TV. Uh, yeah. al- uh, although, uh, me and I guess more recently, uh, me and my wife were watching Abbott Elementary. Um, I got to see okay. if there's any yeah. new episodes of that on there, you know, because I'm a big fan of The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, mm-hmm. We did go see Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, which I thought okay. was, I thought that was, that was good. Uh, Disney recently mm-hmm. hasn't had the greatest track record. You know, everything is uh, Disney-fied yeah. and, and, yeah, you know, woke, you know, or whatever. But uh, no, this movie's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and of Sweet. course, the, of course, the Mario movie, uh, which is, I guess, out for everybody oh, yes. to watch today. But mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the that's right for the uh, physical copy that will also include a digital copy. Just you know, uh, mm. thirty bucks for a digital copy. I might as well pay the same thing and get the digital copy and the physical copy. So why not? I just don't know when it yeah. releases. But hundred um, percent. Yeah, uh, and of course, as I mentioned before, uh, as far as reading goes. Um, you know, been trying to just go through, you know, read various things in the Bible. Uh, of course, some of us in the mm-hmm. in the Discord finish up Second Peter, and uh, we just started That's right. yes. First John. So, if anyone in the Discord wants to join, feel free. So, yeah, good time. Yeah, sweet, sweet. Well, that's that's a, a nice chunk of stuff. I'm I'm really digging it. So, Jacob, how about you? Do you what, what do you have on your your report, good sir. Well, I already talked about my books, so I. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I have been catching up on a, one particular TV series, and that is the Toraru okay. series. Okay. No, nobody's, if no listener is familiar with that, that is a certain magical index, a certain scientific railgun, and a certain scientific accelerator. And the way this show works. Those are all three different shows, but they're all connected in the same universe. Oh, yeah, that's why it's called. Oh, the, gotcha. That's okay. why it's called the Tawaru Universe, Tawaru Franchise slash gotcha. series. Um, the way gotcha. this show works, the way this franchise works, is it takes science-based powers and magic-based powers, and they place them in the same universe. So you have okay. it's described as two sides of the same coin, and certain mm-hmm. magical index is. The magical side and certain science. The other two science ones are the science side. But uh, I finished up finally a certain scientific railgun, which I had started on Funimation like three years ago. But at the time, I didn't have an account on Crunchyroll or Funimation, so I finished it finally. Mm-hmm. And then I finished a certain scientific accelerator. And then I am currently watching Magical Index and finally catching up to some of it. Which gotcha. season three just came out 
two years ago, I think. It was rather surprising. A certain magical index season three. Dude, I see you on Crunchyroll okay. all the time. Uh, if I'm playing my Switch, like around that's now. really the only thing I use my Switch for. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see a <laughs> notification pop up. You know, watching Crunchyroll. Yep. I'm like, man, I wish that. Oh, yep, never, never mind. I don't know. That's, that's no, the yeah, only thing ahead. I use my Switch for. <laughs> Crunchyroll and Funimation. Gotcha. I, what gotcha. can I say? I need a. I need some fresh air from completing Super Mario Odyssey. Which, by the way, I completed that after the Portal episode. Mm-hmm. One of the worst completions I've ever done. <laughs> I, you, I, I don't understand I why you complete games to, that you don't I, enjoy, I mean, although that might be a more conversation later. Not really. No, I did enjoy Majora's Mask. But um, no, it, it uh, th- man, th- sorry. It's with games that, like, how long did Odyssey take you to complete? Uh, overall, probably three years because I was on and off. Hours at least. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On and off. But even uh, Breath of the Wild, you know, that just, I, I, I don't as know. someone who really enjoys that game, I would I'm, never, I'm never conflicted. Try I'm so conflicted it. on that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Anyways. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Has I highly anyone... recommend if you're gonna check any of those series out, I'm gonna recommend a certain scientific railgun. Just know that okay. there is some pervy it's not really ah. edgy at all, but it's just just some jokes, like anime jokes, yeah. Regular anime jokes. Gotcha. Just more frequently. Gotcha. Regular right. anime jokes more frequently. If you've watched Naruto, you can probably handle it. It's very scientific. If you watch Naruto, you can handle it. Probably. Okay. I can't speak for everybody. Okay. I can't speak for everybody, no. but no, really good. Gotcha. Season two, part one of Railgun is incredible. That's interesting. It. Also, Fruits okay. Basket, Fruits Basket, two thousand nineteen. Oh, okay, it. I didn't know there was a there was a later one because that one was pretty early, wasn't it? Fruits Basket like was originally two thousand one. Okay, yeah. and the mangaka yeah. didn't particularly care for it. Gotcha. It yeah. wasn't to, wasn't to his taste. Her taste, but yes. Her, that's right. Yeah. It's probably I know. Why. Things. Sometimes. <laughs> Not lots of things. Yep. Cool, that's cool. Uh, well, I've got a couple things to report on. Um, one of which, you know, just in terms of if we're talking video games here, I did, um, I, did I finished Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. And guys, I really like rhythm games. I know this is, it's, it's I don't know, it's something that I've come to to figure out about myself. This is so it's such a simple game. It's literally two inputs, you know, different got buttons. One for you but later. There's really only two things you can do. Ah, okay. You can help um, me get two Well, like I just saw mm, I just saw earlier today that uh, the newest Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm game on Switch was on sale. And I was Ooh. like, "Oh, should I pull the trigger?" Cuz I really like Final Fantasy and they have Bravely Default and Octopath music on there too. So now I'm That's now not I'm, Final Fantasy. I'm, I'm jonesing. To pick it up, right? Exactly, exactly. But those games have fantastic soundtracks. So, um, anyways, but I have another theater rhythm game that I still haven't played, so I should probably play that one first because this is the backlog breakdown, and we should break down those backlogs before we add to them. Uh, so but much anyways, for my uh, yeah, really dig the game. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've got my I've got my own a list of games, um, but yeah. So Taiga no Tasujin, really dig it. Um, I, there is like a, a story for it. You know, it's, it's like a children's anime kind of story. It's, it's very, uh, bare bones, just cute. 
um, but nothing, nothing substantial at all. But if you finish that story, then you get a credit roll. So I rolled credits nice. on it, um, but then I wanted to play through all of the songs that the game itself, because there's there's DLC and all that. You can get tons, tons, tons more songs, but the game comes with eighty or eighty something songs, and um, I wanted to finish them all, and I finished them all on at least hard mode, and so I I cleared them all nice. on at least hard mode, and that took some that took some 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 doing uh, for a couple of the songs I wanted to. Wanted to break my controllers, but switch wanted controllers to, are not cheap. So, wanted to be a master musician there, huh? Mm-hmm. Xbox One controllers aren't cheap either. No, that's true. I the only reason I I have extras are because of Microsoft points from searching on Bing. So, uh, you can you I need can, to do that more yeah, often. Get those trade those points in yeah it takes a while it takes a while but anyways so i I beat that game um but i also started playing tears of the kingdom so score evens out i'm still at negative seven um i i did also start playing persona 3 portable don't know when i'll get back to it because i'm playing tears of the kingdom so you know do i want this long game or do i want that long game i don't know when am i gonna finish i don't know hopefully by the end of the year that's the idea uh, but w- it remains to be seen whether or not that's even we'll possible. Be see- we'll, we'll see if uh, he'll be crying tears at the end of the year or not. Hey, I like that. Um, I'm so sorry. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Persona of... <laughs> I'm not sorry yes. for these puns yeah. at all. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I actually love it. Um, awesome. So watching... Uh, the only thing of note um, that I wanted to bring up, I had actually thrown it out in the Discord because it was on sale, and I picked it up digitally. Um, there is a live-action movie of the Ace Attorney. like it, it, It's the story oh, yeah. from the first Ace Attorney game, and it is a live-action movie. And to, on paper, that does not sound good to me because it's so over-the-top and wacky. The game is. It takes a very a very wacky tone that like, oh, is this going to translate well? And typically, live action versions of, of, of anime or, or even video game movies are not very good. This was a good one. Um, I, I actually, I really enjoyed it. I've already played the first game, so I knew kind of the story beats, um, or at least I was familiar with them. And uh, it is over the top and wacky. But I think they did it justice. Ha ha, no pun intended. Uh, um, where can you check it out on your time? Where, where can you check that out um, I, I purchased it. It was on sale on uh, Google Play for like four bucks. Okay. So I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. You yeah. might, might want to. Th- th- I had never even, I didn't even know they made this movie, mm. but it was just on sale. And I was like, I have a bunch of credit with Google Play. Like, Four bucks, sure. All and and I started searching online, and they were like, "No, it's actually a good adaptation. It's a good movie." So I was like, "Oh, that sounds like fun." <laughs> I wanna I picked up the Ace Attorney trilogy. I've only played the first game, and it's been a couple years since I played it. So I wanted to kind of uh, pol- uh, brush up my knowledge, you know, before going on to playing the other one. So, um, yeah, I gets a recommendation from me. It was a good time. Um, Have you seen? Of course, it doesn't flesh out everything. Have I seen what? Battle Angel Alita. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the, the live action movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have. Awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. a good one. I enjoyed yeah, that one. It's, it, it was a fun mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. sequel. Kung Fu Panda is 4. It, have they is actually, is that actually coming? 
We'll see. We'll see if I'll be crying yeah. tears at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, well, in terms of just reading stuff, I'm still in uh, Mortification of Sin, like I mentioned. I still haven't finished it. I, I probably should have. It's a short little book. Um, but hopefully by next time, I should be done with that. I'm. I'm uh, it just comes highly recommended. I feel like it's a classic at this point. Um, but even rereading it again and considering some of the things that Owen has to say of of killing sin in your life and not um not viewing sin as a you know certain sins as 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 um specific things one of the things that that, that has been um sticking out to me as i'm reading it is that it's killing sin is is like sin plural in your life it's this idea of submitting yourself to the lord so that you can kill sin in your life. And obviously it's not all going to be killed this side of heaven. Uh, but, um, just the idea of, of submitting all of yourself, um, which Mm. is a difficult thing to do. Um, and that means being watchful for when sin pops up in its many different forms, instead of focusing on like one specific sin because we all have certain besetting sins right so it's easy for us to to be on the watch for those while not you know kind of letting the other ones kind of go by and and just the idea of of following after the lord in again just submission to him in all of our areas of life has been really impactful because it requires you to rely on the mm-hmm. lord uh it's not something that you can muster up it's not a, it's not just like purely your own discipline that can do that. You, you may be able to get by for a little while if you're just tr- like focusing on one specific sin. You know, you can white knuckle it through for a little while, but that's not going to actually kill sin in your life. It, you need to rely on the Lord in order to do that. And so it's it's like absolutely vital that you are uh, growing in your relationship with the Lord in order to do that. And so that's really been sticking out to me feel like I'm talking a lot here. So um, the, the, the couple other books, the, the one that I'm listening to right now is called Rescuing Ambition by Dave Harvey. Um, I'm still not too far into it, but um, I'm stoked to listen to it more. Um, and then I did actually, Nate talked about this on the last episode. Uh, he said he's been listening to this book by Jeanette McCurdy, who was an actress on iCarly that basically just talks about her life um, and some of the really rough stuff that she's gone through. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, so, so her family was Mormon, I believe. And, uh, that kind of plays into it as well. And just the, uh, it's, it's a heartbreaking book. It was interesting, but it was heartbreaking. And it, there was some things there, there was some sexual details that she gave that like felt like were, it didn't need to be in the book. Um, so, so content warning. Uh, not that it takes up a lot of the book; it's just a few episodes. But it's just like eh, I, I didn't want to, didn't want to hear that. Um, but also, so I didn't mention the title of the book because it's so like it's so dark. It's called "I'm Glad My Mom Died." Um, so I don't know that I could give a recommendation, but it's like if you want to, <laughs> I don't know, understand some of the dynamics because she talks about how. Um, her her like her relationship with her mom was was pretty messed up she was just her mom was super controlling um but as a child if that's all you know um 
that becomes a part of like your identity and who you are. And so just seeing that from the eyes of, you know, a young person then wrestling with that as you get older, it's just, it was rough. It was rough. So I don't, again, I don't know if I could recommend it, but anyways, I listened to it. <laughs> that was something I read. Um, so with that said, backlog beat or the beat down 2023 my score stays the same because i started playing tears of the kingdom and i beat taigo no tatsujin so i'm still at negative seven for the year um so so that's fun still you know still getting there but again it remains to be seen whether or not i will be finishing anything before the year is out uh, because i like playing long games um and even if I don't have the time for them. So we'll see. Um, th with that said, you know, the, the app that we use to track our progress on things like that is the GG app. You should check them out. More information, go listen to another one of our episodes. Nate does a great job of talking all about the GG app and why you, should, why you should use it. We're friends with Charles who creates the app. It's a great time. Check it out at ggapp.io uh, and you can download it on Android and iOS as well. We're also a member of the Playwell Network. We've got some other, we've got some friends who do podcasts we enjoy a lot, and you're going to hear from one of them right now. <clears throat> Excuse me, may I have a moment of your time to talk about the wonder and beauty of tokusatsu? See, tokusatsu is a Japanese word for special effects and usually refers to those super fun TV shows you watched as a kid with those heroes wearing spandex and those giant rubber monsters with cool explosions and awesome transformations. That's so cool. I happen to be a big fan of it and run a podcast about the entire genre. So if you could just, like, I don't know, subscribe and, and take a listen to my episodes, I greatly appreciate it. It's called Pension Dad Podcast, and it's, it's kind of awesome, or at least my, my mom thinks so, but she still hasn't reviewed it on iTunes yet, so. But anyway, thanks for your time. Just just check it out, the Henshin Dad Podcast. It's on Anchor, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, okay, okay, bye! And we're back. So, uh, our book club episode, that's what we're listening to right now. We're going to be talking about Majora's Mask, the classic Nintendo 64 game. Um, and I believe all of us have played it on at least the Nintendo 64 version. I don't know what all the changes they made for the 3DS version, but I don't think there was that many changes. Um, there are, there are some. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, um, so for, for the sake of this episode, we're all going to be talking about N64. So if there are massive game changing changes, then uh, we're, we're not going to address any of them because that's not what we're talking about here today. In addition to that, we also all agreed that the, due to the nature of this game, the cyclical nature of this game, if you understand anything about it, um, there really is nothing to spoil about the game. It doesn't follow... Um, the, 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 the story itself is set up in the very beginning of the game and really, that's all that the story goes through. Now, there are stories being told throughout the game, um, kind of like side stories. So this is more a game about theme than it is about plot, because the plot is very simple. Um, so that said, we're not really going to concern ourselves with spoilers or anything like that. We're going to be talking about all different parts of this game. So it's it's... It, 
yeah, uh, if you want to play this game completely blind, then you can turn off this podcast. But for the three of us here, I mean, well, I'll, I'll speak for myself, is that if I were told anything about the game, anything that happens later on in the game, I don't think any, I, I don't think I would, before I played the game, I don't think I would have been upset at all. There really isn't any big reveals or anything. You know, there, of course, the way that the plot goes, there are reveals of different characters, but but none of them affected me and, and were particularly, you know, none of them were even very fleshed out, if I'll, if I'll say that. Um, now, some of the side stories were nice, and they all, again, kind of play into the theme. But anyways, I'm not getting, I don't say all that to give any of my impressions of the game yet, simply to say that we are, that, that the entire game is, is open to our discussion here this evening. It's not, we're not going to, there are no holds barred on any of this game because none of us really saw any concern with talking about any of the game. It's, it's not going to ruin it for you. I don't, I don't think anyone would remember anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would That's remember. That's true. It's kind of one of those things where if you quote unquote spoil, it's like by the time you play the game, you probably wouldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, so. that, that's a really good point. Yeah, because <laughs> you won't really have the context mm-hmm. to to remember it anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, th- there's no. I mean, there, we don't have to give a spoiler tag. Just simply say that hey, we're going to be talking about everything here this evening. Whatever you know comes to our mind or, or anything that we want to bring up. So before we jump into our overall kind of impressions and some of the things that stood out in particular um, on these book club episodes, we like to start off by talking about our own personal history with the game. And mine is pretty short, so I'll just go ahead and jump right into it, is that I did play a little bit of it on Nintendo 64. I actually think I have a gold cartridge in my garage right now um, with the expansion pack in the N64 in order to play it. And I so I played the opening maybe half an hour once or twice, and it didn't really grab me. And so it was always a game that, ah, oh, I'll get to eventually. And then when we decided this is the game that we're going to be playing for the book club, that's when I picked it up again. So it had literally been, I mean, probably 15 years since I had touched it. Um, And now I have not only played it, but I have completed the entire game following a guide that I found online primarily through YouTube. So that has been my experience. Those are the only times that I have, have played the game just a tiny little bit when I was younger and now I've fully completed it. Um, but that being said, uh, let's let's go to Dorian first. What history experience do you have with this game? Okay, so my history with this game is I remember back in so this was back in the day when we didn't have access to all these digital yeah. games and just you know game after game mm-hmm. after game. You would get maybe like one or two games yep. a year and. Uh, Everything else you either borrowed or rented, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I remember I got this game for my birthday, and it was Ooh. a school night, and <laughs> so, <laughs> and and I had my mom, I had my parents pre-order it because I wanted the gold nice. cartridge, just like Ocarina. Yep. Uh, so I got that gold cartridge, mm. um, and then uh, you know, but being able, it was a school <laughs> night, right? I didn't, I played it maybe for yeah. an hour maybe less than two and it wasn't as straightforward as uh ocarina right, right off the bat right, right? um you know because 
I wasn't really sure how to feel about it. I knew it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's why, because, you know, in the beginning, you know, you're Link, you get knocked off your horse and then you get turned into the Skull Kid, right? And in that little hour and some change, I wasn't able to really sink my teeth into mm-hmm. it like I wanted to. And I was stuck as a Skull yeah. Kid in a town that I have, I'm unfamiliar with, where I'm like, what do I do? I have to talk to, and, and you know, I don't mind talking to, you know, uh, all the NPCs and everything mm-hmm. in you know the game, but it's like for that section of the game, for the limited time that I had, I had to literally go around and like like a lost yeah. kid and yeah. talk to everybody to figure out what I needed to do mm-hmm. next. So I wasn't really sure what to, how to feel about the game at first, but you know it was a game I I asked for and got for my birthday. But once I was able to sink, sink my teeth into it, um, you know, uh, and pick up on the mechanics. Oh, that's another thing. The time mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm already somebody who doesn't like time constraints. So okay. Okay. it was already unsettling as it was. <laughs> uh, I did. I remember, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I made it to the Woodfall Temple and, um, and then the familiarity started to return with the keys and the rooms and, you know, the temple, you know, the dungeon maps and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but there was still that element of time. And then within that time, they, you know, you had to find the 15 fairies and the thing in, in the, you know, temples and dungeons and things. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just say it grabbed me in a different way, you know? Okay. Um, but this game, like once, once I got the hang of it, um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. It's just, and again, it's a nature of the game, and they want you to feel that way. This constant, uh, you know, constant dread. Yeah. You know, you have a limited time. You need to do X, Y, and Z uh, at the last minute. Then, you know, you got to start over. Mm. <laughs> uh, the save system was weird at the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's my history with the game. I, I yeah. eventually... Uh, got to the point where it did become one of my favorite Zelda games, okay. if not, you know, what I would consider the best. In- yeah. Oh, all right. Nice. So yeah, that, that's my history. With nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So Jacob, what about you? Have, did you play this one when you were younger or has this been a recent game for you? No. Okay. Um, but I really wanted to. And the reason for that was because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this a few times on the first podcast i was on and Mm -hmm. in the discord channel is um i used to be urcna Mm -hmm. and after some childhood conflicts um there was this one particular dude who um really liked the legend of zelda series and after we became friends he learned that i had never played a zelda game so he gave me twilight princess for the wii he okay. shoved it into my hands, said, play this. <laughs> I church in the afternoon service, and he said, play it. So I played it, loved it. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to play next? And he's like, you should play Majora's Mask. It comes after Ocarina of Time, so naturally I bought Ocarina of Time first. Okay, yeah. And yeah, that's when I first heard of that game. Mm-hmm. And this was in the Wii's virtual console era, so that was okay. quite a while ago. Yeah. So I'm young, the youngest person here. Mm-hmm. And fast forward 
2019, 2020, I get my own N64, get Super Mario 64, fast forward another year and a half or so, get Majora's Mask, gold cartridge. That's what I wanted. Nice. Nice. Uh, slightly damaged in the shipping, but okay. <laughs> oh, no. But it still worked, so. Okay. And I immediately <laughs> fell in love with the entire game. Okay. Because everything it did, everything you did in the game rewarded you for doing it. Okay. But I can get more into that later. Yeah. 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 Cool. Was, oh, well, that, that's, that's interesting. So it seems to me that as I look around online that primarily the the people who tend to laud this game to really like say oh this is like top tier zelda it it seems like almost all of them that i have come across has childhood memories of the game and that's and that's totally fair like i totally get that one of your first zelda games or any game in a series is going to be one of your favorites um but that's for me yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and Link's Awakening for me—that was my first Zelda, and it's still top tier Zelda for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to disparage that in any way. But as someone who like only played it for half an hour when I was younger, you know, like barely touched the game, um, and then is coming to it now, like I can definitely see some of the flaws just because of how it's aged. You know, it's a Nintendo sixty four game, th- so, things yep. like that, mm-hmm. to where it doesn't hit me the same way that um it seems that a lot of people talk about this game and so i'm 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 actually surprised in a way to to hear just y'all's experiences that it wasn't necessarily like um a childhood favorite i mean i mean well that it wasn't you know one of one of the first or you know like yeah yeah so so um anyways we can go ahead and jump in um it sounds like it sounds like both of y'all really like this game that i mean Again, maybe maybe top tier Zelda, maybe something like that, um, and and yeah. So what what? How about this? Let's start here. What makes Majora's Mask special? Hmm. It's dark. Yes. And so it's an so check it out. It's an E rated game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Somehow. Uh, <laughs> it's an E rated game. And so coming off of Ocarina, mm-hmm. which is also an which was game. this fantasy adventure 3D Zelda game, right? Mm-hmm. You you dive head first into this game thinking you're gonna get a similar experience if you're coming off right. of that. Right. And then you get hit with uh you know all of these not not all at once, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 start the game, obviously you know you're gonna help this character out to get this item and do this and you know typical stuff right but man some of these stories in here is like that that dread just kind of sets in when you think about it. yeah it's yeah. like yeah. oh man that's so sad that's mm-hmm. or, 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 or doom <laughs> yeah you know I, I i i've seen i've seen people on i've seen people's takes online about this mm-hmm. game. I watched a few videos. Mm-hmm. And for some people, this game has helped them through difficult times. Mm-hmm. People have, ha- have said this game has helped them understand loss. <laughs> and 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 I saw I saw one guy that uh 
said uh you know he's played the game several times throughout his lifetime mm-hmm. but uh this particular video was about him playing through the pandemic okay yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh you know like uh something about like you know being kind to people and friendship and this and the other so it's like mm-hmm. people depending on who you are and when you play this game it's like people take all these different things from this game. right uh it's, it's really interesting because you know, I was just looking for a good Zelda uh-huh. game. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, you know, I, I I don't think I was thinking about it that deeply. Okay. And even now, you know, I'm I'm sure if I really wanted to, I could probably dive in there and say, oh yeah, you know, this this side story is a is a metaphor for this thing, or or uh, uh, you know, this this is why you need to be kind to people, or or mm-hmm. you know. Um, but for me, for me, it's just more of a, Hey, your time is limited. You need to be on your game and do what you got to do. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't have time to yeah. dilly dally. Where's this key? Where's okay. Uh, be on time and, and this and the other. Okay. Um, I have to be here 15 minutes early because I don't want to miss this appointment to get this, you know, so it's, which is funny because that's how I am in real life. Like I'm the opposite <laughs> of that in real life. I'm I'm the I'm I'm the the I don't I'm not necessarily spontaneous, but I don't need a lot of planning time. Okay. Although I should plan certain things. Sure. Things would probably go better for me. <laughs> but you know, um, so all that to say, you know, it, it, this game uh, is just like oh, it, when it, when. When when I discovered the song of inverted time, it mm-hmm. was such a burden off my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type. If you if you give me a timed test, mm-hmm. I will fail it. Mm. But if you let me take my time, yeah, I'll probably get at least a B. You know, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no. That I mean. It, well, and then so we've we've mentioned it, but just in case anyone's listening who doesn't know, I mean, this is the thing about Majora's Mask. So you probably you probably do know, but I'm just going to explain it anyway. Is that the game is on a three day cycle? Okay, and and days. I believe Jacob, you'd said it was what fifty five minutes. Fifty five is- minutes without normally, mm-hmm. normally, and three hours with the song of inverted time. With the song of inverted time. There you go. So anywhere from from fifty five minutes or three hours depending on when you play it um that in three days the game resets a lot of itself not everything okay but your rupees (laughs) it definitely does um Mm -hmm. but not not the rest of your equipment although not equipment but some items like you lose so um a lot it doesn't erase your progress but it 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 resets in a lot of different ways and that affects the world that affects a lot of the things that you're doing throughout the world for some reason the bomber's notebook doesn't get erased which is really helpful because that's what you use to keep track of things um mm-hmm. I'll say as someone who was following your guide, I don't know how you finished this stuff, like how you intuited a lot of the stuff in this game because man that would have like quadrupled <laughs> my game time to try and, and figure all these things out by myself. Um, but that's yeah. that's kind of the, the core mechanic of the game, while what you touched on, Dorian, about how dark this game is, I to me, playing this game, it was kind of the overall theme. And like you said, Jacob, uh, this idea of impending doom. 
Okay. That's not just the theme either. Uh, I think there's other one other theme. Okay. And it's in it's inevitability. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, the that makes sense. The inevitability of fate, kindness, death, mm-hmm. doom, destruction, romance, love, all those things. Interesting. Courage, heroism, evil, darkness, light, hmm. seasons. Hmm. I, yeah. I hadn't thought about it from that perspective, because um, that so so that's almost like a you know like a fate or destiny kind of a thing, uh, which is interesting because you end up breaking that three day cycle when you finish the game. Uh, mm-hmm. So like that can only happen you know when you confront some of the stuff, and even some of the I was thinking about it earlier today. Like the last scene of the game is really odd too. It feels very Japanese where you go into this field and there are these kids playing, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they take your masks away. Um, and you fight the bosses again. So uh, there, I mean, there's some, there's definitely a lot of striking imagery throughout this game, especially mm-hmm. with like, again, Dorian, what you mentioned is comparing it because it's very similar in mechanics in look to Ocarina of Time, but it feels very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just the yes. tone yes. of the game and the way that you interact with, with different things. There's time travel in Ocarina also, and you do it with the Ocarina. But in this game, it's, it's so vastly different. It's not, uh, it's not like traveling between two worlds. It's, it's resetting things. It affects um, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting because uh, I did not pick up on that. Um, what tied all the, the different side stories together to me was... Um, that that idea of impending doom. Although I will say that some of the, the some of the side stories weren't necessarily. It wasn't. Yeah, I, I guess that that idea of inevitability works even better with some of them because I don't feel that they were all dark. And you know, th- when you think of the end of the world, you often think of you know the um, the soup. I, I was I was going to use the word superfluous, but I don't know how to use it in the way that I want to. But the um, how things feel uh, pointless in light of the last mm-hmm. few days of your life, you know, um, yep. and that can be a very that's generally a very dark theme. But not all of the side stories necessarily were that way. Um, so yeah, no, th- th- I'm I'm thinking more about what you were saying, Jacob, and that's I think that's good. That's that's a good way to look at it as well. Um, no, I was, I was going to ask you guys, like what were some standout or, you know, some of your favorite uh, stories within the game? The one that stood out to me the most was, was the, the love, the, the one yeah. where, where, where you had the, I guess it, it ends up being a husband and wife, you know, at the end of the game, but. Um, oh, uh, on, Anju and yes. uh, Cafe. Yes. I think that's how you say yes. his name. Cafe. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Probably Cafe. Uh-huh. That's how you. A is E I in Japanese is A usually. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay. But then you'd have to pronounce the F's like a Japanese. But anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. The, in, in probably because it took, it was so intricate as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it takes like things. three days. Yes, to finish that one something. out, and yeah, and you like, can get you you can do it twice. Yeah, I did it twice. To, yeah, you have to do it twice you, to complete it. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. In order to do that, uh, but also just how um, well those cutscenes were a bit longer, so it kind of forced you to slow down and watch them and listen to them. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, so that one definitely stuck out to me, also, also because of the way that it it focused on mm-hmm. that connection with other people in the midst of impending doom. Um, mm-hmm. I, I felt that that was that was impactful. There's another similar one in there too. It's the um, Gibdo Father in a kind of canyon. Okay. Okay. You know that one. Mm. Yes. Yes. That one. And her, uh, his little daughter, yep. Pamela. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was one. Yeah. Oh man, the tone of that was a bit jarring for me because it mm-hmm. seemed like such a. Uh, I want. I don't want to use the word dark again, but it seemed like such a serious matter that, like, it, it kind of flipped into just like, oh yeah, it, it's just kind of wacky. Oh, zombie dad. We're okay, kind of a thing. I don't know. That's how it felt to me. Was just like, oh wait, but no, this is actually horrifying. <laughs> well, it seems to me that um, it's not really explained to you in the text, but it mm-hmm. seems among players that um, he was still kind of resisting all those, you know, inherent urges when it comes with that enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 story uh it it wasn't really impactful for me at first, mm-hmm. but upon the conclusion of it and then I mean, can yeah. we just talk about just the the music here for a second? You yeah. Know? Yeah. It, no. it, you know, music. You know, when you see that when you see that uh father and daughter embrace mm-hmm. and then they just have the the I'm trying to think of the word to describe that, you know, the piano, uh, the emotional piano music behind it. And you see them embracing. It's just like, oh, <laughs> father and daughter are being reunited. You know, he, yeah. she was so scared and, you know, zombie dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was unexpected. Um, uh, so yeah, there, there's that one. The other uh, one that I want to talk about, th- mm-hmm. those two actually had on my list. Um, okay. <laughs> but the other one was uh, uh, Kramaya and Romani in the ranch. Yes. So yeah. that story there, um, I mean, I think that one was, was uh, very interesting to me because, you know, you have the older sister – uh, looking after the ranch after their father had passed. And, mm-hmm. you know, she has to look after the ranch, the business, her younger sister. And um, so a lot of stress going on with that. And apparently I had to look this up because um, I didn't catch it in the game, but the text is there apparently. But um, she's hesitant to go into town because she's in love with, Part of the reason because she's in love with Kafai, wow, Cafe, Cafe, um, and her best friend is Anju, right? So she's kind of in love with him, but she knows her best friend is getting married to you know him, and mm-hmm. one of the reasons she's hesitant is because he's missing at this point, and you know people were kind of thinking that. He ran off with her, right? So anyway, but uh, that aside, so she she has all of this, you know, weight and stress on her. And then you have the little sister 
saying that these aliens are going to come and steal all the cows and everything. And then I remember when I played it and I think I failed the first time and then I just watched her get abducted. And then, you know, the, the cycle uh, continues. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh man, like this little girl, I just let get, get because I failed to shoot the arrows at the end. Yeah. <laughs> she just got abducted. And then in another in another timeline, um, and toward the end, and this is what I brought up with the E-rated game. Uh, you know, they have an, they have alcoholic milk. I forget what it's called in the game, right? But uh, yeah, if you let the three day cycle go, you know, toward the end, the older sister lets her younger sister basically get drunk off of this stuff. So, and, you know, so wow. that she doesn't have to. Yeah, she, you know, so that she doesn't have to face the reality of this impending doom. Oh my doom. gosh! I didn't. And it's just like I didn't know that. Wow! I didn't wow. catch that until I watched that video either. Yeah. Wow! I think yeah, you and man, I watched a few of the same things. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I watched a few today just to see like what other people were saying about the game. But um, man, that that I mean that story always stuck out to me mainly because uh. I remember failing to save the uh, the younger sister okay. from the aliens. So I'm just like, oh man! And then, I mean, that storyline, as far as aliens go, is never really explored. Right? So it's just left to your imagination. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that that one kind of stuck out for me. Yeah. So. No, that's that's definitely a good one. And you know what you mentioned there, right at the end, is that it's never really explained. I feel like there are a lot of things in this game that are never really explained. Like especially like why roosters are turned little chickens are turned into roosters. <laughs> if you play music and you get the bunny hood. <laughs> That's just some Ocarina Termina magic. Just kinds, of, kinds of weirdness. Uh, but okay, so we yeah. were joking before we started uh, recording this part of the episode about the happy mask salesman. Um, who just absolutely baffles me. Like I don't, I don't understand. Even, even the main antagonist of this game, I don't understand. Skull Kid? It's no, not Skull Kid, but the demon inside the mask. I, oh, I can't yes, remember Major- what his name is. Majora. But it, it, it just okay. Majora. Well, there. I should. Yeah. I should have known. Um, like why? Where did? It's just an evil demon. It just you know, it's just there to be evil and to screw yeah. stuff up. And and look, that's okay. A- explanation, explanation explained. There you go, Demon. <laughs> what more do you need? Right. Well, <laughs> honestly, like that's that's how it felt. Because okay, look, all, all you know, you look at you look at Lord of the or, Lord of the Rings. Wow, uh, Legend of Zelda games, and that's generally what it is. Ganon is just evil. So he's taken the princess, or he's taken the Triforce. You know, like just just go fight him. So I'm not saying I'm not I'm not. I, t- I totally get that. That's a reasonable, you know, answer is bad guy is bad. Evil guy is evil. Darth Vader is evil. Um, that's okay. Uh, but that said, it's like, it, it almost plays it like a reveal of who Majora is, you know, like, oh, it wasn't the Skull Kid. It was this evil demon instead. But it doesn't really explain why. No, no. It's just evil demon is evil and turned Skull Kid evil and then made all this that's other... True crazy things it's not, happening it's not like it was revealed to be ganon or something right you know? right 
Yeah. 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 So, so anyways, I'm, I don't mean that necessarily as like just a knock against the game, but I do, as I'm like thinking back and trying to process some of this game, I feel like there's a lot of loose ends that makes this game feel very mythical, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't, it, what it's not trying to tell like the uh, more of a concrete story it it just kind of like brings things in and out of the story in random times you know like not that tingle needs any explanation but he's just kind of he's there he does like why does he have maps Eh, you don't know he just likes drawing maps you know why does he have balloons like he's he's, a 35 year old right wearing a green leotard yeah and is a little too happy yes (laughs) which (laughs) i it's right he's strange He's funny. Part of him gets under my skin because I'm like, this is so weird. And then the other part, I'm just like, yeah, but it's funny. But it's funny. Like, I, you know, he's he's one character. Like, his dad's in the game and his dad is like embarrassed by him. I think that's funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. that, that he's Oh, an, I forgot about that. He's an embarrassment to his dad. I don't think yeah. I ran across him in this playthrough. Okay. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Okay, yeah. Now that you mentioned that, yeah, I, he's I did. the guy that gives His you the pictograph. The yeah, because that—that's that's that is, that's right. The quest right. is like yeah. if you take a picture of him and give it to his dad. His dad's just like, oh yeah, mm. that guy. <laughs> it's a son, which is you know kind of oh, sad, but hey, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> they they play Tingle as a joke throughout like all Zelda games, so it's not. Again, I I hope I'm not coming off too negative, um, because I'm not I, I'm I'm really not trying to to knock the game. Um, it just okay. So again, one of my favorite Zelda games is Link's Awakening, and that is because clearly from the title, it is a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. He, he wakes up at the end of the game. Spoilers, oh no! Um, it, in this one, it almost feels similar because I feel like there's so many things that are just un- aliens. Yeah, they show up in the game, you know, demon. Okay, well, yeah. um, why? Why does? Why is Link screaming every time he tur- he puts on a mask? Like, that's horrifying. Like yeah, that's part he, he turns into the. What's that? <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, no, that's always, that always creeps me out every time. Yeah, yeah, I I, I continuously thing, though, tap B in because an I don't want to see game. It. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a, yeah, yeah. It's something else. So, hey, that, oh. uh, that's hor that's hor horrifying imagery for a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, you know my kids are watching me play it one day. I just let it go. Just just you know the because I'm that kind of dad. Sometimes I'll do things <laughs> at my kids' expense. So whatever, <laughs> you, know. <sighs> <laughs> you know. But beyond that, you know, I I skip it most times just because it takes too long. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so there's lots of, there's lots of interesting things about this game. You know, we talked about kind of what we think makes it special. Um, well, okay. I'll just bring this up and then I'd I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about this also is that because it's an N64 game, I don't think a lot of the gameplay holds up very well. I, I got used to it over the course of my playthrough, but, um, it was, I mean, it was difficult. And again, that's not the fault of the N64. You're limited with what you have. 
but it is kind of hard for me to go back to as someone who hadn't played it when I was younger. Um, would you guys agree that it's difficult to go back to, or did you find it easy to kind of fall in line with it? Okay, so this is probably where I'm going to differ from both of you, maybe. Okay. Because I completed this for the Backlog Golf meta game last year. Yeah, yeah. And I'm playing it again this year. I'm not, not even halfway <laughs> done my current playthrough. I'm uh, following the Zelda Wiki guy. I'm on the collection before Snowhead Temple. But I'm working mm-hmm. on... The, I'm up, once I get back to it, I'm doing the second target shooting mini game. Oh. And that uses Rough. heavy joystick control. Yeah, three day space, three no D space, which is always very difficult to do with a joystick. Yeah, and yeah. a console <laughs> on console, which is why the Wii was revolutionary. Mm. And then, mm. to this day, the Call of Duty on Wii is considered one of the best ways to play it. Oh, interesting. But no, I find once I jumped back into it on the Wii U, I was immediately felt in love again. It's like so there are elements that that don't hold up, but overall I think it totally does. Okay. Because I okay. haven't experienced burnout from it. I'm like, no, this this is still super enjoyable. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Dorian, do you have any thoughts on on how it's aged? Um I think this is another one of those games, um, you know, with games of that era mm-hmm. where you just kind of have to either take it for what it is, or if you grew up in that era, you kind of have to put yourself back in that era when you play yep. the game until yep. you get you know totally. used to it again. Um, control wise, and you know. I played it on the Switch. What well, I played it on mm-hmm. the you know originally on the N sixty four, and you know mm-hmm. most Nintendo games were designed for the controller, and it just worked. Right. Yep. Um, pl- playing it with Joy Cons, and, and this is something I didn't I didn't really think was a big deal until uh, was it this game? Yeah, it was this game. So, mm-hmm. small detail. On the N64 and even on the GameCube, if you look at the analog stick, it has those. Uh, it's with it's placed within like an octagon, yep. right? So oh, you yeah. have super monkey ball points. I know exactly what you're talking about. When you try to play that, yeah. When you try to do it on a Switch, it doesn't it's have any different. That. They even have different uh, um, speedrun yes, tactics if, for the Switch version <laughs> of Super Monkey Ball. Oh wow! Yeah. Yep. So, so let me tell you something. And I, I, this is fresh in my mind because I just did it the other night. When you're inside of, when you're in, in the moon, and you you put the growing mask on, and you're trying to navigate that you know area where you have to you know hit all of the ramps and mm-hmm. things like that. Oh yeah. If it wasn't for the save states, I would not have gotten that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Know, I'm sitting there thinking like I don't remember. I, I don't remember this game being that hard. Mm-hmm. That it took me three hours on the original. But because of Oh wow! Okay. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the Joy Cons, man, that thing was brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, you know, the, the entire game, um, yeah, it, it's just you know getting used to what the game has to offer and accepting it for what it is. Yeah. 
yeah. did it age well? Mm, I, I guess by today's gaming standards, you could probably say no mm-hmm. control wise, but it's not unplayable. Yeah. You know, I'll put it, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a game of its time. Right. Sure. Right. It's a, it's a timeless game, but control wise, it's a game of its time. And then of course, you know, graphically speaking, you know, mm-hmm. 20 frames a second, you know, yeah. or 15, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I have seen, oh, what were you going to say? And he mentioned uh, 20 frames a second. It's interesting you mm-hmm. bring that up because I was watching a video the other day about the best way to play Majora's Mask. Okay. And they listed the Wii U very far down because they said there was input lag. I hadn't touched the Wii U Ouch. version yet. I was like, oh, I already bought this before the eShop closure. I hope this isn't true. <laughs> I plug it in and it's, no, I detected zero input lag. So it might be a regional oh, okay. thing. It might be a regional thing. So. Yeah. Okay. It was interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's good because that would be pretty frustrating. Um, and I have I seen screen captures. I haven't watched videos, but I've seen screen captures of um, the 3DS version, and they smooth out a lot of the a lot of the textures and things like that. So I was like, "Oh man, this it looks it looks nice. It looks nice. It you know it affects the um, art style just a little bit." Yeah, the only thing about the Wii U version is the dark places are a lot darker. Oh no! Yeah, there there are a lot of dark places mm. in this game, so that seems yes. like it would be frustrating. <laughs> And there's one room in particular in the Woodfall Temple that was very a pain. Mm. Much a pain. You mm. know exactly the room I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think I do. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Nice. Where you had to bring. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to. I'm waiting for them to whether it's on this console or the next one to bring like 3ds to, you know, whether it's NSO or whatever. Mm-hmm. It is. For the longest time, I've wanted to play the 3DS versions of both Ocarina and this game, but I never got my hands on it. So uh, that'll probably be the only time I'll replay these games again. Although, no, I'm lying. I am still technically playing Ocarina again on the NSO. Uh, You know, I'll finish that at some point. Um, I'll probably Mm. just play it by request. Daddy, can you play this? Sure. Yeah. Um, Nice. But yeah, I would like to play the 3DS versions of, the, of both of these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, well, man, 3DS. I don't mean to j- jump, go down a tangent, but but even DS, 3DS emulation is an interesting prospect, just because one, you know, you need tap screen or touch screen um, technology, so something like Switch could work. But even the placement of the screens is awkward because of the way that that those systems run. So, I I don't know. I'm not optimistic that they'll that they'll try and do any kind of emulation for it's those not systems. perfect yet. But they have made a recent very very interesting breakthrough in iPhone emulation. Okay. You remember okay, I, see uh, that? that Super Monkey Ball one I video I sent you and the. Sent, uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. From the skeleton, from stop skeletons from fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, in the Discord. That's that a while that, back. Yeah, huh? That is, it's such a small screen, though. I did just well. Yeah. I mean, you it, know, it's on its way. It's on its yeah. way. Yeah, 
Yeah, it remains exactly. to be seen. Um, remains to be seen. So, so I've got another thought about this game and another reason why. So, so there are a number of reasons to me why this game um, stands out as something very different than other Zelda games. Uh, I had mentioned in the Discord that to me this feels almost like a like a side story, which I hate to use that term again because we've talked about the different stories within this game and use that. So I, I said it's, it feels to me like a Gaiden kind of game. Like it doesn't feel like a mainline Zelda title. It feels like one of their, it, I mean, and frankly, it was an experiment, but but it feels um, secondary to me in the way that it presents things. Mm-hmm. There's no Zelda, there's no Triforce, there's no Ganon. Um, so, so some of these like big staples within the game uh, I see you nodding your head, Jacob. So I'd, I'd love to hear um, kind of your rebuttal to that. So it, it feels very different. But one of the things also about this, and this is totally, this is subjective. So I'd love to hear your take on this as well. But I think about something like Twilight Princess or Wind Waker or um, Ocarina. And those to me felt like adventures, like an epic, you know, like you are this hero. And you have this quest to go on, whereas this one feels um, almost smaller in scope, if that makes sense. It doesn't feel as epic. Now, you're still dealing with the end of the world, so it is it, it is technically large in scope, but it just feels so much smaller because, and I say that knowing that this is a large game because there are all these little things to do. It doesn't feel as much of an adventure to me. And I'd love to hear y'all's take on it. Dorian, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'd, I kind of agree somewhat with you. I, like, I, I know what you mean. Like, None of the main staples that are typically in a, in a Zelda game are really present here. Like, This game can exist on its own. Mm-hmm. Um you know, very similar to to Link's Awakening, where right, right, it's you have Link. He's placed he's placed in this very different situation. Obviously, it turns out to be a dream, but mm-hmm. you know, because it doesn't exist with all of the same you know normal things that come with Zelda, it basically grants them freedom to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, um, yep. You know, same here with Majora. It's you know you have this. Let's just say this is your first Zelda game, which, as much as I love the game, I don't recommend. Yeah, but let's yeah, just say this is your first thing, Zelda actually. game. You have you have a, a you know you have this boy on an adventure, you know, riding his horse. He's looking for his fairy friend, and then he gets ambushed, and now you're thrust into this world, and you're learning about the world as he's learning about the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no Zelda lore attached. Uh, so, and and now for Zelda fans, on the surface, it's like, well, there's only four, di- which is ironic because in Breath of the Wild, there's only four divine beasts. But yeah, uh, there's oh, yeah. four dungeons as opposed to yeah, there's four dungeons as opposed to the however many there are in Ocarina and any of the other you know previous Zelda games. Um, so it does feel smaller right. in that aspect where it makes up for it, uh, you know, make up 
uh, is in the rest of the game, dealing with the people, solving their yep. problems, getting getting these masks, and yep. trying to you know use these stepping stones to your larger goal, which is uh, um, calling the four giants to save you know prevent the moon from crashing, right? Um, and then you deal with all deal with all the end game stuff. So yeah, it's it it can feel smaller, um, and maybe you can finish it quicker than you can uh ocarina i don't know uh you can you can finish the game in actually 55 minutes or in three hours sorry you can finish the game in three hours actually oh wow (laughs) yeah it's possible you can do it in three hours do you have to be speed running or or is that is that like a west thing Uh, (laughs) kind of i'm just gonna say yes yeah i i I, told, I haven't finished I, the video I, yet. But I, didn't, I haven't, sh- I haven't checked Discord yet. But uh, yeah, Wes said he wasn't going to make it. I told him <laughs> like, "Hey man, listen, if it was like four going on five, I'm like, dude, if you start now, you'll be done by nine. Mm. You know? But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so true, so true. So Jacob, what do you, what do you what do you think about that? Okay, so uh, my first Zelda game was Twilight Princess, mm-hmm. which I think we all agree, all can agree is epic in its scope yeah and it's folk it starts really slow like actually ridiculously slow to the (laughs) point where i was even bored in the first three hours when i first played it i had no idea what i was doing i was Mm -hmm. bored yep but i kept playing it because my friend said it was really good and once i kept going i was like this is awesome and As someone who started with Twilight Princess, I recognize a lot of similar themes when I play Majora's Mask. Okay. And one of the developers of Majora's Mask, I think, don't I think, has gone on record to say that Termina is a terminal for multiple worlds within the universe. And then if that's true, then that makes sense why having mask cells been is aware of all these things going on and how to get all these masks and what Majora actually is. Maybe he knows what the Twilight Realm was. Mm. Maybe he knows stuff, events from A Link to the Past. I don't, we don't know. But that's just one of the theories. So gotcha. I think there. I think underneath the surface, there's a lot. There's an even larger scope than we might think. Yeah. So that's my that's my take. Yeah. Yeah. And so my only, um, th- this is a personal thing. I was going to say my pushback, but it's not necessarily pushback. But a personal thing to me, the whole Zelda timeline thing, I know there's an official timeline. I think well, this is the all... This is the great thing. My theory doesn't rely on the Zelda timeline. Okay, okay. I don't. I, I, I don't see a, a connecting thread. I see themes throughout all the games. I don't think they were ever made to be outside of like Zelda and Zelda two, which was a yeah. direct sequel that like, Oh yeah. But even then they're, they're like messing stuff up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a different Zelda. Who's like, you know, a lot younger yeah. or older. So yeah, actually older. Yeah. But she'd been put to sleep anyways. Like I, I don't care about the, the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Frankly, yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't, I, I don't think it was ever intended. I think it's something that they've kind of bolted on afterwards. No, you just have these themes, like the, these things that you throw in this mixing pot. And honestly, it is that, um, to me, it's that feeling of adventure. You know, obviously you're going to be Link in every game. Um, yeah. 
you know, that's that's kind of a staple of them. But he just goes on an adventure. You know, he's, he's unless the you're hero. playing Hyrule Warriors, and, but and well, right, yeah, there there are <laughs> other characters in that, but at least the, from the first one, I mean, he was a main character. I think he was yep. just a soldier in the army, right? Something like that. Um, like that. So I I don't know about the the second one, but. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I think there's a distinct feel to Zelda, but I don't, I don't, I don't care about timeline connections. Like mm-hmm. connections are cool. Don't get me wrong. It just, um, yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's an interesting theory. If you take that area, I'm thinking of like the wood between the worlds and C.S. Lewis. You yes. Know, something like yes, that. Yes. That's kind of like um, what I'm thinking. Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's an I, interesting. I gotta think of, which also more, actually plays with time, by the way. I gotta think of more as like. Oh, okay. You know, I, I was thinking of more kind of like in the vein of Final Fantasy in a way where you can kind of jump in just about anywhere because they're all, for the most part, self-contained games. Mm-hmm. Um, with the exception of, and even even though this is a direct sequel to Ocarina, again, like I said, they can exist on their own. Totally. Um, yeah. And then with breath of the wild and uh tears of the kingdom um Mm -hmm. now obviously tears of the kingdom just came out so i haven't made it anywhere in that game really no um so it's hard for me to sit there and say like yeah you know either of these can exist on their own i i can't say that at this point but right um up to up to this point anyway uh yeah, most of most of the games can exist on their own without yeah. having to play like a previous one or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, in in the Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom thing is that they actually use the same world, so that one's pro- they're probably going to feel a lot more uh, like you. I'm still like barely scratched the surface of the beginning of the game, um, so I haven't really experienced much. But I know a lot of the overworld is similar, not all the same, but very similar. Um, so I'm sure they're going to feel very similar in certain ways. And I'm sure someone who is, who is intimately familiar with that world, Jacob um, is going to feel that similarity particularly strongly. <laughs> Whenever um, I get to it, I still have to finish breath. Oh, you still, I, I thought you were done. You're not done. Oh my goodness. I'm working on hard mode, all the DLC, including oh, the DLC rides. Oh, also man. I'm playing on hero mode. Man. Good luck, sir. <laughs> that's all that i can say about that that's awesome well (laughs) guys i think we have done a a pretty good job of of putting on that 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 mask and that persona and and, and taking a a deeper look into what's behind this game um before we sign off for the night do you have any final thoughts or anything that comes to mind about the game that you wanted to talk about you know we've talked about side stories music um, tone, which I think is huge with this game, differences, all kinds of things. Um, Jacob, you you were going. What what do you have? The bunny hood is the best thing ever. Mm, That's it. I do That's like. All. I use the bunny hood a lot. <laughs> that was that was on the the quick the C stick a lot of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone else feel I, awkward I putting on the great fairy mask? That's kind of strange. Not really. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe. Uh, it just looked weird with this tiny little link and then anyways uh, what what were you saying dorian about a mask oh, i said uh no i i got around uh you know around the world uh, with the goron mask i just 
Sonic my way all around. All <laughs> way around. See, Sonic surrounds animals. Yes. Yeah. You can do both. That's right. Link a Sonic, guys. <laughs> Link a Sonic confirmed. Link a Sonic. Personas. <laughs> I think we should leave now. Right. <laughs> That's a persona. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic we hit our pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, Dorian, did you have any final thoughts you want to, to I don't know, talk about, throw out there? Yes. Uh, if you haven't played the game, play the game. Hmm. Um, it's has a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I want to say deep themes, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it just depends on how willing, how deep you're willing to let it all sink in. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's a very different game, very different Zelda game. Right. But it is a good game. And, you know, like I said, I think it's one of the best ones simply because of the, you know, you got the, you got the darker tone mm-hmm. and it doesn't appear that way on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you have the the happy music, which of course gets uh, increasingly disturbing as the days go on. That's um, right. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah. And then you have the, oh, wait, you know what? We didn't really talk about the music, but no. some of that music is terrifying, man. <laughs> Especially in the last five hours, you know, when the, when the moon's about to crash and mm-hmm. you, know, you got the, you got the, 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 the gong of the, of the clock and, uh, you know, so sound design there. And then you have, uh, you know, this haunting music and, uh, and then the earth is shaking and it's just, it's like, Oh no, we're going to die, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. so yeah, anyway, final thoughts on the game. Um, definitely worth a play. Um, I would give it definitely a should play, uh, mm-hmm. if you're at all into Zelda. Um, yeah, so that's what I got. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And just, oh man, yeah. To, to, to drive that home, the music in this is particularly good. I remember, um, I was so, it was so cool. And I think, I think this is part of the quest was, is the, the Zoras and you're, you are in the band. Um, I think the special music, I could be wrong. I don't think it was a side thing, but There's you could play the ballad of the, the windfish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There was, okay. It was a side quest. Um, and that just stuck stuck out to me because, like, that is a song from the the Link's Awakening. The Windfish is, oh, really? is kind of one of the characters in that in that game. So it's like this yeah, little side game. Yet. Oh man! Well, I have it on my. Uh, I Zelda got a game, game watch. for you. I have, I have it on my Zelda Game and Watch, which I would <laughs> like to play in Japanese. Oh, interesting! Interesting. Um, hmm. Well. I love that game. So I, I definitely, I highly recommend it. And yes, Good. like that game, um, I agree. This this game is very unique within the Zelda, within all the Zelda games, at least that I've played. You know, I, I haven't played them all. I released that, that bite-sized episode a few weeks ago um, talking about the games that I've played. So not that I've played them all, but this one definitely is very unique. It tries to do something very different than other Zelda games. And so... I think for better or worse, I it did not hit me personally in the ways that I see it, you know, affecting other people. 
So it's not as high on my list of Zelda games that you should play. But that said, I do think it is a really cool experiment in what you can do with a Zelda game. Um, and and I do really appreciate kind of the different... Well, what you mentioned, Dorian, is how this is a rated E game. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm surprised that this stayed within the E rating. But that they could tackle an issue, you know, a theme like inevitability or the inevitability of death in such a way that you see how it affects these different characters and still in a way that's that's palatable to a younger mind, okay? Maybe not a six-year-old, but a 12-year-old, you know, could play through this game and, and kind of see these themes. Even if they don't pick up on everything, it's at least palatable. Um, in the way that I think there are some Ghibli movies that are, you know, geared towards children that have some some deeper themes that while they're simple, they can go deep and they they show you kind of the beauty in some ordinary things or or maybe not or ordinary might not be the right word, but but kind of the the things that you will normally encounter in life. Um so uh yeah, again, while personally it's not high on my list of Zelda games, I do I respect it. I think it's unique. Um, and while it may not have aged as well as I want it to have aged, um, I did, uh, I, yeah, I, I respect the game a lot. So those are, that's, that's kind of my, my two thoughts. And I hope, again, I hope I don't come off as negative and I'm really glad that I got to discuss it with you guys who frankly, I think enjoy it a lot more than I do. Um, yeah, yeah, because I wanted to kind of grasp this perspective, especially from y'all who can explain things a bit better than kind of the videos and things that I was coming across that really felt as though it was kind of a pivot, like it was that specific time in their life when they played it that spoke to them. And it's like, cool, that's fine, but I can't transport myself there. So what is it? <laughs> like, what is it about this game? Um, so I appreciate y'all's time. This has been uh, a great time being able to discuss Majora's Mask. Um, Happy to be here, also, Josh. if I'll say, thank you for forcing me to play it, finally, because <laughs> it's always been in my <laughs> list of games that I need to play, just like, you know, a lot of my backlog. Um, but yeah, so I've enjoyed it. So uh, thank you all for coming on. Um, if, we're doing Sonic if, next, right? We're doing, are we doing Sonic next? Oh my God. If I make that decision on the podcast, Nate would kill me. <laughs> oh, uh, it's been I, in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, right. How would you even, I don't know, play you know, oh 20 hours and then come back for the next episode? Um, well, actually, no, that, that's a great plug for, we do have a Discord. Um, link for that is in the description. So when we um, discuss these, these uh, book club drafts and what we're going to be doing, um, typically we do it each quarter, although we haven't necessarily laid out for this next quarter. Um, and then we, ha we set up these times to talk about these different games that we are playing together in the book club. Come join us in the Discord. Um, we'd it's love fun. for you, you know, to, to play along with us and then to jump on an episode in the future. These are always a lot of fun. And again, I love getting the different perspectives on these games mm -hmm. too. It helps me see things that I might have mm -hmm. missed, especially when I'm playing a game with a guide, you know, like 
it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't have the same impact. Um, but it also probably doesn't have the same frustrations. <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of disagree with that statement. Okay. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think helping. I think playing with guides has helped me appreciate games a lot more. Ah, because you get to see everything, or I what? I get to see in everything. I get to have less frustrations. Yeah. I get to enjoy more of it. I only use the guide when. I only use a guy when I get to a point where I am frustrated. Yeah. See, I would like I prefer to avoid frustration altogether <laughs> as much as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're completing Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey and Shush you. Sonic 06. Oh, yes. oh. Yeah, I have conflicting opinions in those decks, but yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, great. Well, um, do I, I'll throw this out there. If, if anyone ever, you know, wants to get in touch with y'all, if they want to talk more about Majora's Mask with people who, who um, hold it in higher regard, I'll put it that way. Um, do you want to throw out any way any contact info? I go by RPG Lover three thousand on the Discord mm-hmm. in our server. I am Braze the Sun fifteen hundred in TRG. Nice. I am also in the Reformed Gaming Group and the Backlog Breakdown Facebook groups. Awesome, awesome. So why I gotta ask why RPG Lover three thousand? Why what is it about three thousand? I don't know. I think okay. just for good RPG lovers were taken. Gotcha. Just a fun also this number. is more action RPG, not RPG mm-hmm. RPG. Yeah, like Dark Souls mm-hmm. and Zelda. I got the got the Dark Souls reference to the Praise of the Sun. I do. Yeah, do you like yeah. the Sun Bros? Awesome. I like the Sunbros. And Dorian, how about you? What if someone wants to reach out and have you, you know, start? So look, what if someone wants to commission you to open their podcast every week? How could they get in contact with you? Uh, you can, first of all, find me at Off the Grid. Uh, oh. No, no. <laughs> I don't do a ton of social media. I don't yeah, do a ton of cool. social media, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the Discord. Um, I go by DPT B A S S M E N T. That's DPT Basement. Um, uh, I go by the same thing on uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Um, that's any of those, and especially Discord. Usually, how you be able to get in touch with me? So nice, awesome. All right, mm-hmm. well, guys, again, I appreciate you guys coming on, making time for this. Uh, you know, we're not, uh, we're not great at, uh, we are great at being bad at brevity. So, uh, it, it takes up a good chunk of time. So I appreciate y'all taking the time to do this, to play through the game with us, uh, to have the conversation and, and hopefully we'll continue it as well. I'm sure there'll be some reactions, you know, in discord or, or somewhere on social media. Um, and, and we have all those social medias, obviously, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you mentioned it, Instagram, things like that. And then the Discord uh, link for that is in the description. Um, but appreciate you guys being here. And until next time, guys, keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. And if you mess up, just start a three-day cycle over again. Hey-o. You know what else happened in three days? 
Jesus. What's that? Resurrected. I don't know. I was, I was trying to make it. I couldn't faster. escape it without a Jesus juke. Uh-huh. Just had to throw in a G- Jesus <laughs> juke in there. Okay. <laughs>